There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And today I'm joined by Kate Steinberg. You know her from TikTok, you know her from Instagram, and you might know her from HBO's 12 Dates of Christmas, where she met her fiance, Chad. Um, I got to say, Kate, I did not watch 12 Dates of Christmas because I did not have a subscription to HBO. But I was just a fan from TikTok. And then my Listeners were like, she was also on the dating show on HBO. So I'm so excited to have you. You are well known amongst this crowd. Yay. That makes me so happy. And no worries, to be honest. It's one thing I get a lot was that no one had HBO Max when it came out. It was very, (laughs) very early. Like all my friends were watching on laptops and like their phone. And like, this isn't good. Like, why isn't this on a TV? But now HBO is like, HBO Max is huge. And they came out with a second season. So um, yeah, we were just like very early on with the season. Also, I have cats everywhere. So if you hear the cats. So do I. They're just all fine. I have animals everywhere. And when they peek, it's just a zoo. So I get it. This is what working from home is all about y'all. Um, okay. So I do have HBO max now. Do you sit, can I go back and watch your season in a non Christmas time? Oh, absolutely. I think it's honestly, it's a, the story of it. I might be biased, but like, I think it's like a cute, (laughs) like if you love reality and you love dating shows, I think it's like a super cute show. It's very like easygoing. And yeah, I mean, you can watch my engagement. So I love that. And I like knowing, see, I'm really bad at like, like I started watching the ultimatum a few weeks ago, but it stressed me out. So I like Googled spoiler alerts to like, so I could move on. So knowing that you guys are together and happy will make my experience watching it yes. a positive one. And okay. I, so I can live with that. I watched the ultimatum too. And I will say it was very stop and go for me. Like I, I was so, some things were so painful and cringy. I don't know what it was bringing out, but I was like, stop. And then I would come back. I can't do this. So I feel. Okay. It was too much for me. I honestly, I, when people ask me like, should I watch the ultimatum? What I've said is that there is such a, there are two extremely good, holy shit moments at the end of episode two that make it worth it. I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Other than that, I think you can tap out. Um, it's really stressful. Like, it is. and I'm married and I still am like, oh my God, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I don't, I don't like yeah. this, like a, the obsession with marriage. Everyone's like also like very young. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, you're like 22. Like go, go to the club. You oh, don't need to totally. like be obsessed with marriage yet. So young and like so much kind of like fighting and arguing and just like, which is normal in relationships. But like it was to the point where it was just kind of getting like 
okay, maybe like this isn't healthy. Like it, that's what that's what yeah. that was the part that was making me like uncomfortable. I was like, I don't. <laughs> this doesn't seem well, right. You want you want people to root for. You want to be yeah. like, yeah, I believe these people should be together. And I was like, I believe all of these people should be in therapy separately. <laughs> like, yes, but I, th- I need everyone to go home. The good thing is, I will say it all kind of comes full circle in, at the end of the reunion and everyone's meant. Okay. I feel like everyone is where they are meant to be because of the show. So there is some like okay. silver lining. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't worry. I didn't finish it, but I did Google spoiler alert. So yeah. if I, I feel like I can maybe one day get there with a lot of Xanax. Yeah. Um, but I will, I will definitely go watch 12 dates of Christmas. You guys were season one. Yes. Season one. And okay. there's a season two. Yeah. Amazing. Well, good yeah. for everybody on 12 dates. Are there other couples who are successfully together still from your season? I think there's one other couple from season two. I think okay. that's it. We're the what, only good engagement. for you. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. That's that's not nothing. That's amazing. Um, well, you guys all know Kate from TikTok. Personally, if I go on TikTok, I know I'll stay there for 20 hours. So I just watch Instagram reels, but she's there too. Um, just such good millennial nostalgia content, uh, which I proudly started putting out in the world myself 10 years ago, a little early, a little early, but I did it. Um, I'm obsessed with that time period. I'm obsessed with everything that happened between like 9-11 and like the beginning of 2010. Like just chaotic, chaotic everything. And we were all children during this time. We were all like coming of age in this time of like, it was like the no cell phones, getting into cell phones, getting into social media. Like nobody knew what was going on, but we were all just like doing it. And I mean, like Paris Hilton in 2004 or five was like my idol. Like she was who I was, her, Nicole Richie, like those, I would get my 17 magazine and look every week, like what's in style. And like, that is how I got like my fashion, the music. The, like bring t- like we were yeah. all just like in it together and nobody knew what was going on. Yeah, it was chaos and and before we started recording I said I asked Kate, you know, when she graduated from high school just to make sure we were on the same spectrum. So you graduated high school in 09. Mm-hmm. I graduated high school in 05 and college in 09. So between us we have basically the entire spectrum yes. of teenage millennium dumb covered. Uh, and you're right. I always said about like AOL and AIM, especially when we got like, when we got this, you know, the AOL CDs or whatever, like in the late nineties or early two thousands. And we only had one phone line and it would take forever to dial on. And just like, just the, the chaos of, of, thinking that the internet was like just really not knowing like what to make of it but also learning how to socialize for the first time as a child like online like you know what I mean like we that was like where I talked to all boys like all the boys I liked it was all online never in person how embarrassing oh absolutely but it's just absolutely it's crazy I was telling Chad the other day I was like oh did you and your friends ever go into like weird chat rooms and talk like pretend to be someone older and like totally fake your like so we were like we were my friends and I would go on and be like a 36 year old blonde girl from California talking to whoever and I'm being like this yeah. isn't right but like we're also like we were like this is so cool like yeah making all these personas but we were like 12 13 like insane totally 
And you would be lying, but you could never fathom that someone else was lying. So you'd be like, oh my God, I'm talking to this like hot college freshman. And like, meanwhile, it's absolutely a 40 year old pedophile, like in the basement. Like it's a, it was a bad time, bad time for everybody. They had like weird AM chat rooms. I just remember like, I'd have my friends then. Yeah. That was what we did after school. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'd be on, was, did you guys still have the, um, Cause like in my time, you know, four years earlier, like it was like the family desktop, like in the middle of the house, like the things I was doing in my parents' living room, ew, like insane, like crazy, 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 crazy to do it. We had one giant blueberry Mac, like in our basement and we all shared it. Like my brothers would go play backyard baseball. Then it'd be my time to go on AIM chat. Like I'd make all my like little away messages. Um, I was really big into like kid pics and like I would love kid pics also like I would go on also um just like just word at the time I don't know what the word was at the time though but like go on it was word word art would you make like word art word art in word and like all your papers would have like squiggly headings and you're like I'm a a graphic designer I, I would used to like draw like I would draw, I would do like makeovers on like word art or whatever. Like I would start with somebody super like blank face and like add all this makeup. And like, that was like my career on word art. Oh, that, that's a huge, that, I mean, honestly, that's a, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, it could be a TikTok now if I still had the system. Truly, truly. Well, actually that leads me to a question I had about your TikToks are so fun um, a, because it's relatable content B, because they are styled so immaculately. Tell me that you did not save. Are you like, where are you getting all of these props? Where are you getting all of this stuff? I have to give a big, big, big shout out to my mom. I'm not kidding. We have it all. I will say up until, let me disclaimer. I, I have had like two Please. or three friends recently come over with giant bins of stuff and just dump it which has become another thing we have we live in a one bedroom apartment my stuff is <laughs> everywhere but my mom has saved so much like we have bins and bins in our basement she, she my mom just pulled out the pringles i just made one about a pringles cup the other day my mom drove down from the burbs to drop off my pringles cup like she's like she had a campbell's soup thing she's like do you want this i'm like actually yeah now i do like um shut up she's kept everything like all my poly pockets dolls clothes like every like i have stuff from like bins that say like seventh grade eighth grade college all every t-shirt sorority shirt paddle like she's kept like our basement is just now everyone's like we call it our museum and my younger brother who lives here, we call him the bookkeeper because he'll come back. He'll be like, yeah, razors in the bottom drawer, chargers up there, yeah, Jessica Simpson CD. Like, we just have so much. So recently, my parents, though, um, were like, we got to get rid of stuff. I'm just yeah. like, uh, no, you can't. Like, now you actually can't. Like, now, like, yeah. and they're like, well, come down, like, organize it all. But um, it's been fun. Like, honestly... And it's funny because you said you love talking about the past. And I find it funny because, like, I I can't remember to send an email for work, but I can tell you, like, every Mary Kay and Ashley movie. Like, that's just – and I always – like, I always wonder to myself, what do I do with all this stuff? Like, this nostalgic – like, stuff I'm passionate about. But, like – and then finally, it came to TikTok. And it took a while yeah. to get there. But, like, finally, I'm talking about something that's fun, I love doing, and, like – I just like 
I just love talking about it. So it feels like a good like home. I am just, I'm like just so, I, the word I'm, I want to say is proud, but that feels really condescending. But I just feel like there's a kindred spirit I feel when I look at your content because this is also like, it, it, A, it makes me mad that I didn't think of it, but B, I also like am not that comfortable in front of the camera enough to be able to do it. C, it's the same way I felt like when I watched Pen15, oh, which was like, fuck, I should have I should have come up with that because that was my exact, I don't know, it just, the, the mirrored experience and also being old enough finally to look back on it with both A, with both humor and also like a critical eye, I think is really important yeah um it's it was a really I don't know and maybe maybe our parents felt like this about the 70s and 80s and maybe we heard them talk this way about the 70s and 80s and we were like fuck off you don't know anything but I truly want to like gather children and be like like come come round like let (laughs) me tell you about like not having a phone like let me tell you about like getting kicked off the internet because your brother made a phone call and like then it took like 27 minutes to get back on it was just like it was a time and I love that now we're using the technology that like Gen Z is using Mm -hmm. to be like this is how it used to be a hundred percent and everything's based off like my real life experience that's where a lot of it comes from like um what was like I do things about like realizing lyrics and a lot of comments are like, you didn't, how did you not know what this was when it was, like, you were 16? I'm like, listen, I, I was the kid, like, I seriously was going to Hannah Montana concerts at 16. I was not the target. Yeah. Like, I was like, literally, I always joke, like, I lived under a rock because like, I was like, I was playing like Barbie till I was 13 with my friends. Like, I honestly, like, yeah. I grew, I feel like I just like, was just always like in this little like limited to kind of like little world. And so when people are like, you didn't know what whistle meant, I'm like, actually, no. Like, I, I actually, like, it doesn't cross my yeah. mind at all. Also, so, like, I don't think they knew either. Yes. Like, what, <laughs> who were all these, like, enlightened 14-year-olds? No. no one knew shit. No. No one knew shit. That's why I think it's so funny when parents now are like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, the Watermelon Sugar High song is about what it is about. Yeah. And I, I saw a lot of parents being like, oh my God, like, and my kids can't stop singing this. And I'm like, uh, this song that I would, I would, do you know, again, cause I'm a little older than you too close by next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's about a boner. And I was like, always like, mom, turn it up. I love this song. And like, like to me, it's I, I don't people, know if my mom knew. No, two people dancing close. That's literally, yeah. and that was not until recently TikTok, like enlightened me about that. I was like, yeah, Little oh, yeah. Pope coming through <laughs> on you. That is about a dick. But like, oh man, I was like, yeah, mom, turn that shit up. I was like in fourth grade. Who cares? Uh, uh, who cares about watermelon sugar? <laughs> let let them let them have it. Let them have it. Um, one, I'm trying to think of my favorite of my favorite content that you've done. The things. Okay, well, all the different store employees in the uh, food court at the mall is so fucking funny. I think that was the one that I started sending to like everyone I knew. That was one of my favorites. Honestly, that's one of my favorites. Like I had that idea in my head for so long and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do this. But I used to be, I used to work at Abercrombie. So I feel like a lot of my experiences just come from like working there. But I do remember like, I mean, obviously we didn't do that, but like, I remember like seeing like the different employees, like, oh, that's like in the plaid, that's the American Eagle, that's the Hollister. Like, 
the stare downs and stuff. So yeah, that was one of mm -hmm. my fun ones. <laughs> Yeah. Loved it. Loved, loved um, the Laguna Beach one um, at, because I love Laguna Beach. Are you uh, team Elsie or Kristen? So Elsie, when I was a kid and now Kristen, I think Kristen is an unapologetic feminist who did not give a fuck about anybody but herself. And that is rare to see in a 17 year old. And I really appreciate it now. Well, how about you? Honestly, I never thought of it like that, but I was going to say like Elsie was my growing up, like loved her, but now it's definitely switched. I just think cause like Kristen is like now she's in the spotlight more and you, she's, I don't know. I, you see her more, but, um, that's actually a really interesting way to think about it. Cause she really was unapologetic on Laguna beach. She was just herself. She didn't care. A hundred percent. She was like, I'll make out with anyone. Like, I don't care. And like, Look, Kate, I, I have talked about this at length and I'll continue to talk about it at length and I'm happy you're here because my opinion has long been in my adult years that Kristen, like we all wanted to be Lauren and Lauren was like so subservient to guys. Like she was waiting for Steven to call her all the time. She was like always doing like, like pouts. And in my head, when I'm like 17, I'm like, that's how you get a guy. You're like sad and you're like, like come and save me. And Kristen would literally like not answer her phone. And in my head at the time, you're like, you can't not answer a guy's phone because if you don't answer his phone, he won't like you anymore. And that we know that's not how that works now. So it's it's really eye opening to watch it as an adult. And you and you watch Kristen sort of just like play the guys the way that the guys were trying to play the girls and get way more shit from it for it than the guys did. And I was very like into that for her. I am. I've never had, to, I think I have to go rewatch Laguna Beach all over as to. a case study just to watch this yes. all and see that. What a great, interesting point. And, <laughs> and then when you brought up the Lauren Conrad pout, like the bottom lip, mm. like, and do you remember yeah, the one like, episode mm. where she's like, my smile goes straight. And some people, yeah. <laughs> I goes, and ever, ever since then, I'm like. This is the kind of, this, this is the kind of thing, Kate. I totally get it. When you're like, I have all of this, like stuff from this time period <laughs> in my head cannot remember uh to send an email and full disclosure to all of you guys listening kate and i couldn't figure out when we were actually recording this episode and went back and forth like seven times i was like i think it's the 26th she was like it's the 25th it's the 26th and meanwhile do you remember when laura when l uh when low was like browns and browns and uh golds go together and i was like that's true <laughs> that's fashion that's real fashion that's or or Lauren or Elsie was like, you can tell my mood by my makeup because I use my makeup to match my mood. And I was like, that's genius. <laughs> a makeup brand needs to like go pick up that line now and put it as like a social media post or something like that is I think hilarious. you need to put that in your ad deck and sell it as some spawn to that's hilarious. whoever you're doing ads for. Like there's real stuff. Like, I mean, I would say by probably three times a week in my head, I go this winter break. I want Jordan. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm quoting Holiday in the Sun. And I don't know literally when my rent is due. So there's that. <laughs> but like, look, it was a it was a real iconic time. Yeah. Um, and I and I look back on it fondly just because it was so funny to me. Yeah. Um, it was so it was so the away message era, which was like my favorite. And like, well, just 
I think the razor, yeah, go ahead. the razor phone era too. Like I remember first getting my first phone and not having text messaging on it. Like I would get charged. And I remember being, I remember being like at the stands of a football game in like 2006 and being like, my friends are like, oh, we're all going here. Can you come? And I couldn't respond. I remember thinking, I remember thinking in my head, if I send this text, my dad's going to get charged. But if I don't send this text, they're not going to wait for me in the parking lot. Like these are real do? things. Like, these and are real problems. I And I remember one time, though, also, like, very early on, a guy asked me to homecoming. And this was, like, the first time, like, someone ever texted me to even, like, acknowledge, like, might be attract like, like me. And yeah. um, I remember, like, I left him on red for, like, I think it was, like, 48 hours. And I told my mom, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, this guy asked me to homecoming. She's, like, what would you say? I'm, like, I haven't responded in two days. And I was, like, you've got to respond. And so I oh I ended up, like, going. But I think I, like, reluctantly, like, I I was just, like, I don't want to go. Oh, my God. I wish I had that photo somewhere. Really quick, just a side tangent for the homecoming Please. photo. I, that was my – actually, this was my freshman year. I was so nervous. This was my first interaction with, like, boys. And, like, the guy asked me to homecoming. He – Really, was really he liked, older? No, my grade just like oh, really, cute. really liked me, and I was just like, yeah. ah. Um, but like during the homecoming photo, I must have been shaking during that photo because his hands were around me, and I have a bang covering like basically <laughs> like two of my eyes, my little corner of my eyes peeking out. I need to find this photo and send it to you after. Please, you could use it for whatever you want. Please, <sighs> oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. I that's so. so we all love a face hiding bang, you know, <laughs> we, and it, we never did homecoming at my school, but we had other stuff. Oh, wow. and they didn't want to do, I don't know why we didn't do like a homecoming dance. I think they called it like the fall ball, okay. had, like the spring fling. I got kicked out of the winter ball in why? 2003. Um, Kate, because I was wearing a really cool tank top from Delia's that looked like lingerie, according to the Dean of students. And she was like, Caroline Moss, you're wearing underwear. And I was like, no, it's from Delia's and they made and she made me put on a sweater from the lost and found. And then <gasps> she was like following me around the entire night. So I finally was like, I'm bailing and I'm going home. This is bullshit. This is not OK. You're Wait, you're policing me. <laughs> that's a core memory. Like, that's so core. Sa- was it like a lacy, like a silky? Yeah, type it was of like tank? a little silk, a little silk poly cami with some lace and just <sighs> straps. And it's like, and you know, I was wearing it with like a light wash bootleg jean and like probably sneakers because <laughs> it was 2003. But yes. um, I think part of I was a embarrassed, but I was also like, I think I kind of felt like so badass. I'm like, yeah, I, uh, I got kicked out of the winter ball for wearing something such like so slutty. Like I'm such a I, slut. That is a story. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, and the take was from Delia's. Like there's so many elements to it that make it even better. Yeah. Not everyone has not, that story. Not everyone has that story. You're right. I Right. Exactly. And to this day, I feel like I was unfairly punished. All I want to do is grind with some guys. Just let, let a girl grind, you know, let, let me a, live. <laughs> Let, let a girl, a girl grind. grind. <laughs> let a girl grind. <laughs> that should be a motto. Let it, just a little grind train action. Yeah. I'm uh, going to get it tattooed on my tramp stamp in Comic Sans it? MS and be like, this is my, in Sanskrit. And they'll be like, what does that mean? I'll be like, it means peace. Oh my um, God. Grind <laughs> trains. Okay. So you were in high school from 2006 
to 2009, right? 2005, 2009, yeah. 2009, okay. Yes, 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 and okay. So like if we were at the same high school, I would have just graduated and then you would have been like an incoming freshman. Exactly, and um, same for college too. Right, so, and same for college. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, this is how years and time yes. works. Amazing. So did, as a high schooler, I'm trying to think of like where our, um, where our core memories are separate. Did people have their own like personal computers in their room? Like did the rich girls have their own laptops yet? Not until my junior years when the MacBook Pro, the big chunky white, thick iBook, The iBook? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the, I would say by junior year, senior, that's when at least maybe a family would have one that everybody would share. And I feel like if I went over to a friend's house, it would be the one laptop that everybody yes. would share. So yes. no one had their individual stuff going unless you were going to college. Okay. And what was like the cool, I don't know, like what when you think of high school, like coolest outfit you ever wore in high school? Na- like, tell me. Oh my God. So, um, I will pride myself with rocking the jean skirt with leggings underneath first. Nobody, so cool. With flip-flops. It would be a 40 so cool. here <laughs> in Chicago. It could be like a 20 degree day. I would go to school in my boots at my locker, take the boots off and put my flip-flops on in the dead of winter in July. I would rock like you're at a store Hollister. Like, like I was at Hall, you're at Abercrombie. Like I was a walking billboard for the stores. I, oh I was the first to do that. And then also I credit myself. I was the first to put, I feel like the first to put the tank top over the t-shirt, which (gasps) became a very popular thing. Very cool. Yes. Very cool. I just remember doing that stuff early, the jean skirt with Uggs, like, um, but I feel like a lot of the girls always have, like, I feel a big one is like the Victoria's Secret leggings, um, the flares. Oh my God. TikTok attack. I think I called them. What did I call them? I think I called them like oh, leggings. And everyone's like, those are yoga pants. What's the difference because of the flares? I guess we call them yoga pants. No one calls them leggings. I don't know. I got it messed up. I call them leggings. Don't do it. Teens are so mean. (laughs) Teens are so mean. (laughs) My dad watches my stuff and he'll like joke around because he like watches it and like reads the comments for him. He just like loves it. And so he's like, he's like, oh, I heard you call them like leggings, not flares. Like he always (laughs) thinks those stuff, those jokes. So it's been, it's a good family bonding experience. I love that. I, yeah, you know, I got my, I never, I don't think I ever, no, that's not true. I definitely did. The leggings under a jean skirt thing was something I learned via Ashley Simpson. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally believe that you were early on that train, especially in the Midwest in the winter, putting the flip-flops on for that's just that's dedication. No one did that. No yeah. one else did that. And I just want to be yeah. and and for what reasons, you know, was it because it was too cold or because people were too afraid to go that hard for fashion? You can't say, you know, but you were <laughs> but you were you were there and you did it. I Thank did you. love you did do that TikTok about. I think, yeah, we're, and you had the blue lips and it was like, aren't you cold? And you were like, no, um, everything is so, so spot on. I love it so much. Uh, do you have, so tell us about, um, considering this, so no one will hear this for a few weeks. So tell me about some content ideas that you have in your mind that you think you're going to execute over the next couple of weeks and kind of take us through, your process of, um, you know, coming up with the idea of filming it, how long it takes. I want to know everything. I do okay. know that Chad does 
sit in the room sometimes and document you doing it, which I am like so also just Kate, so in awe that you can do it in front of your partner without feeling like total like I could sometimes when my husband's home and I'm recording, I'm like, you need to leave. You need to leave. I feel like it's too much. So I really so, give you credit for that. Here's part of it is that we don't have much room here. It's literally one room I could film is my living room. That's where okay. I get all the light, maybe the bedroom. He has to work. And all I said was, if you like, I, I love it. I think it's so funny. And I'm just like, do not mess me up. Whatever. You, if you want to secretly film wherever you're at or like pull your camera out, do not get in my zone. Yes. Like, this is my zone. Yes. Like, do not, I'm not doing retakes. Like this is, this is just it. Like, so yeah. I, I think it, I love it though. It's been, it's fun. Cause we could both like do it together. So yeah. So Chad B. Savage is where you can get like the behind the scenes stuff, which I think is funny. It's fun to watch. It's that. amazing. Um, okay. Let me think of an idea that I want to execute. And okay. Um, okay. So it's funny. So, so like, Okay, let me think. Sorry. Because sometimes like today no, I, I just said, I just did one with Chad. And uh -huh. so Chad sometimes joins in, which is great. Like I love, like I think it's so fun. He's amazing because he'll like put the pop collar on, the puka shell necklace. Like he just, I'm just like, oh, this is love. Like yeah. this is just, this is love. Like Same um, energy. Okay. Um, okay. For an example, like this is an example. So my, a lot of ideas start with props. I feel like, I think this is like a, like my mom will find something. She's like, do you want this? So like, um, recently she found like a Campbell's soup. Um, I don't know if you remember those, but like it was a Campbell's soup jar. People packed in their lunch as kids and it had a top and you would open it up and you'd pour like the Campbell's oh, soup like a in thermos. the cup. A thermos. Yeah. I have like the original yeah. Campbell's soup one. And I just feel like everybody else around me would have like Lunchables or like, um, I think Lunchables would be a main one. And so maybe that's an idea. Like I would, I guess this is so hard to take me through your, my thought process, but like basically I would think about like, all right, everybody else around me was eating Lunchables and I was the one kid with like the chicken noodle soup. Um, this is so bad. I don't even know how to, I don't know how the no. idea yet. No, this is <laughs> I perfect. Know there's something there. I think there's totally something there. How did you, where did the, um, where did the one with like Avril Lavigne and the sock and the tie, how did that start? Okay. Um, so Avril Lavigne's on TikTok and I remember like, I don't know if I just recently saw the video, but I saw she had like, wait, that video was, oh, that was it like that one kid after watching them. Avril Lavigne video. Yeah, yeah. So, like comes in with like the sock on her hand and the tie and the gym teacher makes her take the tie off and it's like, yes, you can't make I, me take the tie off. Love it, such love a it. Lame, such a lame answer, but like I, I honestly think of things like in the moment. Like I'll cool. just like have, I feel like it's like a Raven Simone moment where I'm just like, like all of a sudden something will connect to my head of like, I'll like have like, if you just watch the Avril Lavigne video, like... I, oh my God. I feel like I'm flubbing this. Like, I just, no. I, I don't know how I come across them. I just kind of do it in the moment. I think a lot though, I'm, fr I come from an advertising background. So I feel like, and I used to write commercials all the time. Wow. So in some way I feel like sometimes like script writing and doing like improv and stuff has helped like with these like hundred percent. And yeah. I'm sorry. I guess I don't know how I do it. A lot of them just come on the fly. Like I'm just doing it with like that. my camera there and just like, all right, how do I make this funnier now? How do I make that funnier? That's no, I think that's amazing because you know what? That's like a true talent. I think a lot of the, the, the stuff 
that's so funny is your facial expressions is like the timing of the captions is obviously your commitment to the props, which I can't, I was absolutely positive. You were going to be like, Oh, I've bought so much shit on eBay to know that you have, it's all yours is amazing. My mom like threw out everything uh, immediately. So there's nothing that exists, but like just, it. and also it brings back memories, like little memories for me that I'm like, oh, I thought I was the only one with this like particular experience. Like a thing that my mom makes fun of me so much for still to this day is that I guess like in fourth or fifth grade, I invited over like a cool girl from my mm-hmm. grade. And um, I like basically drilled my mom. Oh, hello, kitty. Oh, my hi. God. He's so pretty. He um, oh, hi. He's she the one you like- might see in a video. I've seen I've seen this cat before. What's his name? Lincoln. He's a show cat. Oh my god! Hi, Lincoln. He looks like my cat Kevin, who I don't know where he yeah. is. Um, but I drilled my mom before this play date, and I was like, "Mom, you have to get like the cool snacks, like cool snacks, mom. Like cool bags of chips. Chips are cool. Like Dunkaroos are cool. Do not offer her pretzels. Do not give us cookies." And of course, my mom, like if a child said that to me today, I would literally like, laugh in their face. And but I was so serious. And my mom was like, still to this day is always like, oh, Amanda, like Amanda S loves, like only eats the cool snacks. Stop. And that was like tw- 25 years ago. But, that but like, like, it feels so important. It feels so important. Because I think at the time, like those, those were the things that were important. Like having like the real Doritos versus an off-brand Dorito at lunch. Like it's little things like oh that. God, like totally. That would make a difference. Or I guess that's another thing growing up was have when brands started becoming like did you have the tiffany's chain link did you not have the official one did you have the official north face or did you go to kohl's for the off brand like right. did you have the real moccasins did you not like those were just i mean and that's still today but i think before like i don't know during the peak of it in high school too before social media like that's i don't know like i just think everybody was just watching what you were wearing and that that signaled whether you're part of cool kids or not and stuff. Absolutely. And and there was just so few avenues in which we could be influenced. Um yeah. and you know to think that today's teenagers like literally like I learned how to do my makeup like not that long ago. Like every and, and I've talked about this before and it comes up on on my Patreon with my friend Nora cuz we do like a whole nostalgia a TV show, which is why Laguna Beach is always top of mind. We yeah. just watched the first season. But like there was just who was there to teach you how to put on makeup? No one like, oh, my God, you know what you have to do, Kate? Like, I don't know if you've done it yet, but like, can I please give you a content idea? Yes. Can you please like try, do a do a thing where you're like trying to leave the house feeling like hot shit with the big bronzer line and then your mom like racing after you with the washcloth being like I, you have a line and you're like, mom, you don't understand makeup. You don't understand fashion. My mom like chased me down with a wet towel for like most of my high school career. Oh, my because God, I was hilarious. constantly walking around with like a foundation line, just like, just like here. Oh, yeah. No one told me you had to blend the neck. I no. was literally two different. And the thing is, like, I got like my makeup from Walgreens growing up. Like that was just totally. it. Like you just went to Walgreens, you got like the bronzer stick, you just put it on. Like no idea stick. about like what shade matches. You're like, I guess this is fine it's like no. four shades too light too dark like and truly truly that's so true like and also 
I didn't really like, I feel like I didn't really wear a lot of makeup in high school. I think that was just one of those things. Like, but all the, I, but I wanted to, cause all the other girls were wearing like eyeliner and like super thick, like eyeshadow with like the, yeah. like, the creamy eyeshadow and like, yeah. Oh my God. I feel like everyone was just like, uh, there's the popular girls. Like I vivid in middle school specifically, I just vividly remember the popular girls wearing like all pink on Wednesday, like matching <laughs> everything, like the, the purple North faces. It's just like things like that. You don't forget. And honestly, like I am happy that I was just me in high school. Like it is what it, my experience is my experience. Like now I can right. say that, but at the time I was like, I just wish I had a North face. Like, yeah. All you yeah. want is to be everyone else. And it's like funny because yeah. you look back and you're like, well, those people looked like idiots too. Like we all looked so stupid. Um, yeah. and, and to your point about the brands too, like it was just so important. I feel like at least today kids are like, I feel like people, I mean, maybe it's just because we're just seeing what we want to see in the channels we want to see it. But I just feel like the kids today have like such good style. They like figure out what they like, like they're following trends or whatever. But like I would just buy whatever Urban Decay eyeshadow was like the cheapest just to be like, I have Urban Decay eyeshadow. So I'd like big blue streaks over my eyes and I'd be like, can't no one tell me nothing. I have Urban Decay eyeshadow. And that would have been cool. And people would have been like, that's cool because it's urban decay there was no it didn't matter if it like looked good just mattered what the brand was yeah i know i i do appreciate gen z i mean i again i'm not i I don't know what it's like in the inside of gen z or going to high school and like all that stuff but like yeah it just seemed like there is like kind of just whatever anything goes it inspires me sometimes because like now i'm just like i don't care like i don't care what i wear actually this is an authentic adidas jacket from high school actually speaking of that all the girls in the soccer team had this Adidas jacket. And who had to have this Adidas jacket? Who made their mom go out to Sports Authority at 9 yeah. p.m. at night for this Adidas jacket for the game? Me. And but you're still oh, wearing it though. That is that's good. That's a good investment. And that's I a remember, good investment. I remember she bought it, my mom bought it a couple sizes above like my size in high school for the fact that I can grow into it. And here we are. She was was so smart. And now I'm wearing it today. It's my favorite jacket. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, were you on the soccer team? Yes, I was on the soccer team. Um, I stopped my senior year. I I don't know if you can relate. Did you play sports growing up or anything? No, I was a a theater kid. But a lot of my friends played sports. But you might know this. Like, I remember getting – like, I was such a nervous kid growing up. I feel like – soccer was just I love the sport but also it made me so nervous and there's this pit that I get I remember every Sunday I had to play a soccer game I was just like I just like just I was like I'm not good enough and all this stuff and it's just like a pit and sometimes as an adult I'll still feel that pit when I don't want to do something I'm like that's soccer pit like this is just like (laughs) real shit that as an adult like it carries with you from childhood like it's just kind of crazy but I don't know if that theater was the same way but you might have loved theater Literally anything, though. I mean, like all the things that we love, we don't love all of the time, you know? So especially as a kid, too, when like your time is truly not your own and and like you can't you have no authority over your your own life. And so if you've signed up to do something like you have to do it, like someone's going to make you you have like no like autonomy. And I. I still to this day sometimes, like you said, like just I'm like, 
the idea that I can just say no to things is still like shocking to me just because I'm like, I, you know, we like, I mean, yeah. And then you'd always get like the line from your parents. Like, like you said, you wanted to do this. We paid so much for you to do it. Like you're going to do it. And just like having zero room to like waffle. So I get that soccer pit. I think I like that. I really like that a lot. Um, I, I think that like, okay, so you have, how many followers do you have on TikTok now? Um, I think like 738 right now. Okay. So you are like going to hit a million in the next, I don't know. I don't know if you have a goal for this, but I would say by the end of the year, you'll definitely be at a million. Um, Knock on wood. That would be amazing. What are you, what are you doing with this? I know that you're doing ads. I love seeing you do spawn. Um, I think everyone should get that money, but like, what is the pressure like? when you have this many people sort of looking at you and expecting you to keep upping your game uh, is, and is this your full-time job now? No. So, okay. Great question. So no, so I actually have a full-time job. I'm a copywriter at Ulta beauty. So that's my full-time job. That's my nine to five. Um, but I mean, yes, there is pressure. I would say any TikToker, like there is a pressure of like, you want to keep doing your best. I'm also like a perfectionist. So like, type a like I but like and thank god for Chad because like sometimes I'll go to him and I'm just like freaking out it's so easy to get lost in like the numbers or the, th- the hard part is you put so much time into these videos it's not just like doing the video it's the thought that goes into it it's the executing it's the you think this is going to be great you put it out there and for a million reasons it might not hit or mm-hmm. it just might not be your best work and so mm-hmm. I think just learning just to like I just like letting, just to let things go. Like not at, like you have to put work out there to see what hits, what doesn't. And like, just kind of like, I think that's been one of my goals lately is just like, just to, it's okay. Like, it's okay if something doesn't like hit, it doesn't like, it's your work. And if you like it, put it out there. And, um, but no, everyone's been super supportive. And like, I, so what I want to do with this is that I like, first of all, I love making nostalgic content. I still want to do that. And I would love to see like what other avenues of like comedy I can do. And I don't know what extent that could be like, whether it's like getting myself back into like improv or like maybe like, again, I'm not saying I can do it, but try stand up. Like what would stand up be like? Why like, not? But, like, Absolutely. But also I did hear from somebody, somebody's like, if you have to train to be a stand up comedian, maybe you shouldn't a stand-up comedian who said that someone who trained and wasn't a good stand-up comedian okay like, first of all I have so many friends in the stand-up world and everything I hear from them is like all they do is train and they are some of the funniest most successful people in that business people aren't and I'm, I'm saying this as much for me as for you people aren't born amazing at what they do it's yeah. it's like did you listen to Seth Rogen's um audiobook. I really recommend no, it. No, but I need to. And I've heard so much about it. If you are really thinking about pursuing comedy, it's so funny. Like it's just, he, he puts it in such a nice succinct way, but also like every single famous, funny person has more than one anecdote where they're like, I totally bombed or like no one showed up or like no one thought it was funny. And I think with stand up especially is like, you already know that you have ways to hit with your audience. It doesn't mean it's going to translate perfectly. Yeah. But to think that like 
And again, I say this, I'm saying it as much as for myself as for you. To think that you would be able to like do a, a an open mic night tomorrow, have it be like the uh, incredible and have it be like, you could, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you should expect to need to oh, work no. on it. Absolutely. Like, well, this time last year, it's funny. Like this time last year on TikTok, nobody was watching my stuff. Nobody. Like, and it was funny because I would make a TikTok almost every day. And I remember telling Chad, I would like be so bummed because I'm like, I just, I remember always telling him, I just want to find my thing. I just want to find my thing. That's all I repeated last year. And there was a thousand times where I could have stopped making videos, but I just kept throwing shit at the wall and throwing, throwing stuff and throwing stuff. Like if you scroll back all the vi- nothing video, like there are some nostalgic stuff in there. There's some not a lot of it was just like day-to-day stuff. And like, but then finally it came across these American Girl Doll videos. I found my American Girl Doll book. And it was those videos that like took off. And then I just kind of kept leaning into it and leaning into it and just like expanding it. And then just like more leaning to nostalgia. And then it like led into like the music realization and like it just kept going. And so, but then I found my like love for like talking nostalgic things and like that's how I'm here. So get, I guess like getting back to what you said, it's not perfect the first time you try something. No. Of yeah. course. And you you literally have the experience of being like, for a while, this wasn't working and I kept going. Yeah. And you yeah. are so successful. I don't think, first of all, I would love to see you do stand-up comedy. I think the nostalgic thing is everyone our age, that's all anyone wants to talk about, mostly because the world is like so horrible and millennials got like so fucked on every level of like every 10 years, like a really bad thing happens and like sets us back, you know? Um, So I feel like people really like talking about that kind of thing. People like hearing about it. It's also like we were the generation that kind of grew up with and without the internet. So Mm -hmm. like we didn't have memes as a kid. Like I literally thought every experience I had as a child was like only mine, like only mine. And maybe I was the only person to get kicked out of the winter ball for wearing a sexy tank top. But I would like, I love being able to watch stuff that you're putting out and being like, oh my God, that that's exactly it. That's exactly right. And if you could translate that into like a live show, I'd come, I'd watch, I'll be there. I'll be laughing. Thank you. That's actually one of my fun, one of my favorite comments to get is that I guess I never had an original experience. I love when people are like, (laughs) I guess this was never just me. Like everyone's like, it's so like, just like what you said. And Honestly, that's why I do it. I, I love just people relating to my stuff. So yeah. that that's what keeps me going. That's what gets me out of bed every day. Please never stop. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before I ask you about the very uh on point item that you brought. Tell me, because I think the first, I don't remember what the first video I saw of yours was, but I don't know the American Girl doll one. So can you explain what was the first thing to really hit? So yeah, there 
there was an American Girl doll hair book that I had growing up. And like, this is how I learned to do my hair. I used to, I had brothers, so I used to do hair on the dolls, on my dolls. But um, this American Girl doll hair book, like, I feel like was my like Bible to hair. And like, I would, I, so basically I found the book and I was just like, you guys, like I just found this book. And what I did from there was like every day I would open up a new page and do a different style. And, so smart. So and smart. Just like, oh my God, I have this book, this style, the butterfly clips, like the bonds, yes. the braids, the everything. So yeah, that's that was the book. There you go. The American which, Girl doll. Which forever. And then led into the care and keeping of you book. Oh yes, Paris. of course. So that yeah. was another big one. And then it's funny, like now I'm like friends with the author of the book, which is like oh my still God. for me. I'm just she's the sweetest person. Her name's Katherine Natterson. And like the the nicest woman ever and yeah i was just like i love that that's that's a accomplishment i mean truly i remember where i was when i learned what breast buds were and why my boobs hurt so much that book was all i had no that book was literally all i had no one gave me like there was no pep talk there was nothing there was that book and i love that yes every girl like under is everyone I posted one about my mom handed me the book, which is just kind of what happens. You just get the book. But yeah. everybody has like a traumatizing story with it. They're like, my mom left it underneath my pillow. She like, or my dad gave it to me. Or like I, my mom brought me to this. Like everyone has a story with it and I love it and it makes me so happy. One time I did, it wasn't like an open mic, but we we it was like a similar sort of series where we like came and told a funny story about, a cringy funny story about like, something that happened during puberty to all of us. And what I brought, what story I told at this thing was like, it was kind of like the moth, but like a little differently was that I had, I went to the library to after, okay. I had my first orgasm and then I went to the library to try to figure out what had happened to me. And I like, I like checked out, it wasn't the care and keeping of you. It was like whatever the next step is. And I think it was called like girl, like G-U-R-L or something. But it was like a little bit like more like like pubic hair and like clitoris than like tampons and breast buds. So I was like, okay. And I like sat at the town library, like so like focused, like with a highlighter being like, okay, okay, did this happen to me? It was an orgasm. I did find that out. Um, but like I literally like, checked out a library book. Like it was a different time. <laughs> it was oh, a different okay. time. I was at the town library. Like my mom, my grandmother's friends, like were the librarians. And I was like, excuse me, um, do you have like a book about puberty? Like embarrassing, but I was really like, I was good really like very, yeah, very studious about the I whole situation. For, you know, for like, thank you. For learning the facts, for figuring it just, out. Just trying to get to the truth. You also just trying had to get to like, the truth. You couldn't just like run to the internet. Like you, you yeah. had to go to li- like, if you hit a book report for school, you had to go to the library and check out yes. every book on like dolphins. Yes. Like you, like you couldn't just like, or you'd have to sit there and like figure out, I don't know. They're, yeah. Kids yeah. Sit, kids I know. Kids, kids, so kids today. Easy. They really do. Yeah. And even if you wanted to talk about it with your friends, where would you do that without being getting like your conversation overheard by someone else. Like I was like, I couldn't think again. Yeah. It cost 20 cents to text and 20 cents to get a text. And my dad was like nickel and diming that phone bill. And I remember getting in trouble because I was always texting 
like text 8973 to donate $10 to the Red Cross. And I was like, that's easy enough. So I was like constantly donating money to the Red Cross. My dad was like, who donated $130 via text to the Red Cross? Like always just like not really understanding how technology worked. But like, yeah, when you want to find out something that you're kind of embarrassed about, you have to like go at that time. You had to go down like different avenues. Yeah. Really crazy. Um, but the care and keeping of you, that was an incredible, uh, moment for all people in our age group. Um, and I love that. I love that. That's the thing that hit. Uh, yeah, I love that. Have you done one about, um, you know, doing all of the math and finances of how your beanie baby collection is going to make you million? I used to be like, mom, don't worry by 2008, I will have probably millions of dollars. Because that's I have funny. this like beanie baby in a plastic shrine. That's actually that. Do you know the sound that goes like? Do, 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 do. Yeah, like, yeah. Be, like that would be a funny one. Like me calculating. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a do, good it. One. do it. I have Kate. If you ever run out of de- ideas, just knock on my door. I've got, I've got lots, that lots of thoughts. Be a funny idea. I, I did one recently about like what's in the back of your closet. Like every millennial has a, yes. a beanie baby tub in the back of their closet, which I feel like everybody does, and. That was just like one of the three Beanie Baby tubs we have at home because totally. And then those and like the McDonald Beanie, Beanie Babies, like yeah. But that was a t- like people like my parents. We would like rut sprint there like right when they opened to try to get Beanie Babies. I would always be like I already like when we went to go eat there. I go to like the register and be like I already have this one. Can I like return it for something oh, else? Oh, that's like, so cute. That's that was like so my cute. life, just always returning. Like, oh yeah, yourself. being like, please, I need, I need the the lobster beanie baby. Yes. I already have one, and like tag protectors, and oh, yeah. like the box, the clear cases, everything. the clear cases, everything. I I gotta say, props to your mom. She sounds very committed to this to this work. It's yes. Oh my god! And now my older brother has two like two little kids under or boys under one, and now yeah. they're starting to get like all his like little like stuffed animals from when he was younger like sesame street like the original like tickle me elmo like he was just wow. getting it all just like you guys could open yeah. like a nice little antique store of, of 2000s goods um that's you that's not a joke we actually could. <laughs> like they're like sometimes i'm like you guys should just turn it into a museum yeah. or something absolutely put, put price tags on like even our wall, like everything. My mom found, um, so we actually own like an Abercrombie and Fitch like posters from the store. Oh my God. We have God. McDonald drive-through posters, every Got Milk poster, Hannah Montana, po- like. You should open every- a museum. Yeah. You really should. There, yes. I mean, look, like it, yeah, the like a millennial museum. I mean, I would go. I'd buy like an annual membership to it. I would love that. that. Or just like walks down to our basement, does like a little lap around and comes back up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. Like that would be so funny. There's also just so much, there's so much stuff in that, in that, um, someone put it on TikTok. It could have been you. Remember that, uh, face painting book with the girl on the cover and she's like, yes. And she has the image burned into my brain. Like I would die to like touch that book today <laughs> there are some tiktokers on there who do have like their original bedroom still intact which i th- find wow. so impressive there's this there's this one girl and i don't know i don't know who she is but she's like everything in her room still like to the posters i'm just like oh. like no my parents would never ever <laughs> mine storage no. now but yeah okay. but i mean good i mean yeah there's different levels yeah. of it um 
Okay, so I know that you brought something very millennial-esque. Is this also a thing that you recommend for people today? Which is why I brought it. It's just because it is such a timeless object. Let's hear it. Okay. Today I brought... (laughs) The, the tall Uggs. The Those, tall Ugg. Wow. Are you still wearing Uggs? So I'm wearing Uggs now because Uggs are kind of back. Like they took a hiatus. Um, they did. I have one of these in pink. I have one of like the knit crochet one. My mom and I would swap off ours. We Nordstrom Rack always had them on sale. But yep. um, I love the versatility because you can fold them over. Do to, the fold? To of show course. You. Is it the, is this sheep? Is that what I I'm think rocking? it's like shearling, maybe. Um, oh, I don't know. But it lo- I mean, you're bringing back. So I can like smell those Uggs, not to be gross, <laughs> but like that. And like just I loved how like supple the leather would get after like a bunch of wares. Oh, yeah. These got their you could actually see my foot step <laughs> in these now. Um, no. So but they're just I used to wear these since because of Kristen Cavallari um, on the show. Yes. She wore it, debuted it with a black turtleneck, jean skirt, and Uggs. And I truthfully, that was my staple outfit in high school with my Hollister tote bag. But um, it's funny because these came back this year in the short style, yeah. which I thought was, you know, I wasn't about to go drop another hundred at Nordstrom for the short ones. Yeah. This is fine. But yeah. I'm proud that they're back. And I love that. There's a lot of good memories and I wore them in high school and they're warm as hell, especially being here in Chicago. Yeah. Are, you, are you Midwest based? Uh, no, I'm in Los Angeles, but I lived in New York my whole life until a few years ago. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you guys it might... is cold. I know about cold weather. You guys are like a 60 degree day, I feel yeah, like. I used to live I in Huntington, Huntington Beach and I feel oh, like nice. it was like my one time to be like, I'm cold, cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Ugg thing. Okay. First of all, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. She goes to meet Talon at the yep. cafe. Yes. And she's also wearing like translucent. She has absolutely, she has just pressed powder all over her face. She's not wearing lipstick. She's not wearing eyeliner. And I was like, she looks so cool. Oh my God, she looks so cool. And she, and that is a conversation where she's like, I'm so, oh, he goes, Talon says, I'm so sick of hooking up with the same people. And Kristen goes, who? And he goes, you know, it's you. And I was like, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, (sighs) I know, trust me, Laguna Beach scholar, but like, Uggs to me, I remember I got my first pair of Uggs in college because that I was in college when those were yeah. like kind of coming. The college wardrobe, I don't have mine anymore um, because I just don't think to keep anything. Like I, once I'm done with it, I donate it or I like give it to somebody else. And now I'm like, now that I see everyone's baguette bags back, I'm like, I should have kept more stuff. But the college uniform was Uggs sweatpants. Like not even like le- like just baggy sweatpants yep. tucked into your Uggs, a yep. North Face jacket. Yeah, that was it. That was the. Were people also wearing that in high school? Absolutely, and your hair would be like in this weird like the, hollow shape bun that yeah. just like spanned out like that. Yeah, like um, a big floral uh, arrangement yes, in your uh, hair. Yes, and you might have like it's. I don't know what type of necklace this was, but it was like almost like a tight. Like if you were to rip a tight and put it around with like a little charm, a choker yes. necklace. Sorry, it's like yeah. a little, like. I feel like everyone yeah. had a choker necklace on or like the the Tiffany chain, the thick silver yep. Tiffany chain link. Yeah. It's funny. Yep. Like I mean, I still rock the sweatpants and Uggs. I love that. Hot. Did you also go through the era where everybody was just cutting their sweatshirts down the center? Yes. Yes. And the and bigger cutting the such big rips and everyone would like cut a V-neck and like everything. And then also if you had sweatpants 
that had like a cinch, like a jogger, like a cinch at the ankle, you would cut that part so that they would just be like loose and then dragging on the floor. And then you would like be stepping on. You need to do one about that too. You need to do one about like how the jeans would always get caught under your feet and then your the bottoms of your jeans would be like so gross. But like for some reason that was cool. I don't know. I, you should go out and do it. You actually Did I just unlock these, something? You actually in real time unlocked specifically <laughs> the sweatpants <laughs> where we all cut them. I, yeah. Oh my God. This was such a staple of just like, this was a status symbol to be yes. honest. You yes. had to cut them just right. You cut it down the side and they flare it out over your Adidas slide sandals with socks. Everyone yep. just shuffle around the hallways with those. <laughs> oh, I remember having a, every single one of my pairs where they were like palm pants, soccer pants. Like that was just everything. Oh my God. Maybe a lanyard was just hanging out in my pocket too. Totally. Like, like thing like, oh my totally. God, this is bringing back like some like angst from being in the lunchroom. Like, yeah. I know. Big angst. <sighs> oh, I also loved the one about, um, I'm like, I love this one about uh, when the girl who like refuses to carry a backpack and it's just like the oh, tote bag, like I, just that was me. horrible, hor- that me girl, too. I was like, <laughs> literally, just, it, who cares? history books just in my bag, her yeah. shoulder hurting, but refused yeah. to just carry like a normal backpack like everybody else, no. unless it was the North Face backpack from Dick Sporty Good that would go on exactly. sale once a year during Christmas. That's right. That is so right. I mean, I was a, I was really into messenger bags but not really oh, yes. into adjusting the straps. So the messenger bag would be like hanging between my like knees yes. and like hitting me on the way. There was that. Uh, yes. I'm trying to think of like all the other, did you guys do um, bra straps as headbands? Like we used to, um, Ooh, if you had like a, a oh, well, if you had a, a, a convertible bra where the straps could go off and it would be like, now it's a strapless. And you're like, no, it's not like, it's not a strapless bra. It's just a bra without straps. But we would take the bra straps, connect them in a circle and then like wear them in our hair. That is new for me. Yeah. It was really cool. Do you grow up in New York? You said that was the East Coast. Okay. It could have been an East Coast thing. I'm going to ask Chad if he remembers girls doing that. Did he grow up in New York? uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, where about? Hershey. Oh, okay. My husband grew up in on the main line. So gotcha. Okay. He, might, he might know. He might know about yeah. that trend. It also could have just been very specific to where I went to school. Um, obviously the Sophie shorts, how many times oh, yeah. can you roll them up before they're like in your vagina? Yeah. Yep. Up your ass. Uh there's so yeah. many things that I'm trying to unlock more memories for myself. That and for you. Um well, like you the Live Strong band. I feel like that was always one. Like everyone had yeah. Um, which I, and then also just like everyone had the, the rubber bands in general, just like, um, all the different color rubber bands. I would say like wildcats, palms, yeah. or like, or for like a yeah. charity or like once live strong came on the scene, everyone was like, we're all doing rubber bands. I was I remember um, going down to the Nike store here downtown waiting in line for live strong with my family. Like that was just like the thing to do. I love, I love, like, I want, I don't want like to live a day with your family. You're at McDonald's. You're getting the Beanie Babies. You're at, you're downtown at Dick's. You're getting the backpack on sale. You're getting the Live Strong bracelet. I love that. It's so fun. Like, I, I really credit, like, I mean, everybody can credit, like, to growing up, but just like how, like, just all my parents, like the places we went and all, I, like the summers, like we were just going to like Aldi's every every other day, just like picking up like ice ice cream and like yogurt. Like yeah. those are just like memories. Like yeah, um, 
but also I had a lot of jobs working up, like growing up too. Like I was a paper route girl, Abercrombie, worked at shoe store, very versatile. Tell me about, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I worked at LA Tan too. Okay. Well, I know that I was like, you have, I mean, I'm not giving myself credit for this one, but I'm so glad that you did it when you were like, cause I loved going tanning. I looked, I literally looked maroon and I'm paying for it now. I'm Irish. Like my skin doesn't tan. I just get like very deep red, but I loved putting the sticker on my hip and getting like the playboy, but I was such trash, Oh, big trash energy. The fact so trashy. That- I would say that was my college job. And I love that. um, The fact that I would tell people that tanning is good for your skin and like (laughs) it could like help with like, well, uh, one thing is people are like, well, they wanted me to say like, well, I shouldn't say they, this is, I don't know. And so I would remember it being like, it's good, like vitamin D, like you need sun and like, or people like, I know it does help with acne, but still like you have to do that. Big myths. Big, big, lots of big stories we were telling. Telling people, telling them to buy lotion when that absolutely did nothing, like nothing but it was oil, like on your skin. And it would make you smell so bad. Like if I used to use this lotion called Denim and Diamonds and my friend. That sounds accurate. It was honestly, my friend Gabby still always says, she's always, she calls me Denim and Diamonds sometimes. I was like, I got grounded for buying like a annual membership to beach bum my mom was like are you fucking kidding like oh my mom wanted me to quit so badly but not fun story but actually what happened the ending of it was my friend and i were working a shift my roommate and i worked together yeah we actually got robbed um so that was the last yes a guy came in so scary extremely scary he came with a hood glasses he slid a note to my roommate and was like give me your money i have a knife I remember seeing it. I've never, fright or flight, wanted to fly out that door. <laughs> I, my back was against scaling the wall. I was ready to go. And What'd I you do? Up, so I hit the emergency button underneath the desk. Um, we ended up just giving him the money. We closed for like two hours, I'd say. And my boss was like, great, it's a $5 tan Tuesday. You got to open back up. We finished the <laughs> shift. And then my mom, our, both of our parents were like, you guys are done. You're not going to go back there. Oh my God, heroic $5 tan Tuesday. We cannot close. That's the busiest day where we get like the most amount of money. So like of the course. person knew, but he was doing a chain of like robberies. He got caught and it was fine. Luckily no one got hurt, but just like crazy. Like that is a story no one has. I don't yeah. know. And that's not a relatable story. That's I can't all like, yours. make a video out of it. No one would be like, I don't know. I think, I think you should have people like submit. Like if you're, if, cause your whole thing is like, people being like, I've never had like an original experience in my life. We all have had one. Right. And people love talking about their, them, like just have people submit, just tell that story and just have people like submit in the comments and I'll talk about getting kicked out of the winter ball. And, but like that be, that is so you could, Kate, you could craft that story and it would be perfect stand up. It would be perfect stand up. That's like, yes. See, you get me. Like, that is what I'm talking about. Like, I just feel like I have stories like that, which could do that. Oh, you yeah. inspired me. Oh, That's my really- God. I, look, we're friends Thank now. You. Like, we're, yes. we're into – I if you – that whole story, you worked at the tanning salon. Like, you – and then you tell, like, all the little pieces. Like, we would give out the stickers and blah, 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 and, like, all this stuff. And then the last day, 
we were robbed. And the punchline <laughs> is that your boss made you reopen because it was $5 tan Tuesday. That's yes. so fucking funny. That's so fucking That's funny. That get would me, kill. Get me Come to an open to, mic. Come out to LA. Come visit. I'll get you to an open mic. You, this is like, re, that is like, that is pure. That's comedy gold. And it also just like hits on all of the stuff that you already know that you can do, that you already know that you're good at, but putting it in a different format that is like perfect. You know how to like, think of TikTok as like, you know how to format experience um, and memory to fit the TikTok format. It's very easy to just shift that over to comedy. You just have to just, literally, you could take literally every video you've ever made and turn it into a joke. You just have to like reformat it. I came on here to talk on a podcast. I came out left so freaking inspired. I'm done. Like this is so I really, nice. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. That was really sweet. Oh my gosh, I, you're so very, welcome. I really awesome. like. I would die. I would die laughing. Like also, like I've been to so many comedy shows where people are laughing, and I'm like, this isn't funny. I'm funnier than this, but I don't have the balls to do stand up comedy. But like Please. that is, that's, that's so brilliant. Oh, you have no, to I, do it. Honestly, please. I'm really inspired. Seriously. And also, it's funny you said that because I work – so when I – I'm on the marketing. I work in-house now. But when I was an ad agency, like a Peggy writing and stuff, yeah. um, I get so annoyed when I'm with friends watching watching commercials because they'll, like, chuckle or laugh at something. And I'm like, wait, this is the bar. Like, I'm <laughs> staying up every night at 3 a.m. trying to write yes. scripts, hilarious scripts. And this is yes. what you got. You guys are laughing at Talking Peanut. Yes. Like, yes. 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 Or, Yes. When Chad chuckles at something like that, that's funny. That's yeah. that's what we're working with right now. Like, yeah. So yeah. I get, yeah. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, my humor is just too elevated for these people. <laughs> yes. I'm just too funny. That's the problem. I'm just too funny. I'm so funny. They don't even recognize it as funny. But like, yeah, absolutely. And also just like that. I, okay. Another. Okay. So that for sure is stand up. And then yeah. all, all you have to do, and I just say this as someone who, no stand-up comedian is like you literally just have to like go out to dinner with people and don't tell them what you're doing but like tell the story and like see how it hits you know it's literally all about timing and like I said the, the stuff that I love so much about your content versus like a lot of other people doing nostalgic content is like the timing is so impeccable like that's what makes it funny it's fucking timing i seriously i'm obsessed thank you i really um, appreciate that oh my god please i hope you do it i hope you do it i recently did storytelling for something and i was like i really enjoy this and i feel like just talking to you just really just brought that out so thank you i'm glad you're welcome i think like look like i am so envious of what you've been able to do with this content i think it's amazing i applaud you i can't wait to see more um i can't wait to see what else you do with it but like it is seriously impressive it is so much more impressive now that i know that all of that stuff is actually yours and you didn't buy it off of ebay i was like re- I, like i said was very ready for you to be like oh i've spent like thousands of dollars no, no, on no. like butterfly cl- but no you have it all also if my friends I love listen it. to this a shout out to like my three friends who did also just donate clothes so i'm not i'll give them credit too amazing so, yeah. is there anything oh before we go kate is there any prop um piece of clothing or any sort of uh, physical, tangible thing that you have not been able to get your hands on that you are dying to get your hands on? Because maybe somewhere out in the universe, someone has it. 
Is there this something is, you've been looking for that you do not have? And if you can't answer it now, no, I oh, got you it. know, I got it. Okay. Tell um, me, tell I me. want my original light up sketchers back. Ooh. I, How old were you when you had them? Um, 13. So this was like seventh, okay. eighth grade. And but okay. I just specifically remember these like light up sketchers that I had. I lost them. Um, I bet you if I got them in like the largest shoe size as like a kid, they might dump like I can squish my toe in there. But I would love that for it has to be sketchers, though. It has to be. Okay. So from like what, 1999, 2000, uh, like what year are we talking? 2002, 2003. Right, this, was, 2002. this was okay. like right before high school. Like I, when people say if, like, <laughs> you don't know these lyrics, like no, this is why I was still writing <laughs> sketchers. Like this is not a joke. So I love that for you. Yeah. All right. Out. If you guys are listening and you're like, oh my God, I do have a pair of light up sketchers from 20 years ago. Please contact Kate. Put a, put a real high price tag on that. You could, you could probably get her to fork over a lot. Um, and, and if Kate, you ever go on tour with your comedy, I just know that I'm going to take full credit for that. Uh, and, and tell all my friends from high school, dude, we're going to oh, yeah. together. You'll be my opening. Ex- act. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. To. I'll tell the story of my orgasm, yeah. my Googled orgasm. Kate Steinberg. Thank you so much for coming on. G. thanks. Just bought it. This was so amazing. I can't wait for you to rewatch Laguna beach with a feminist eye on Kristen's behavior. Uh, and yeah, please tell everyone where they can follow you on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you want people to follow you. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at it's Kate Steinberg. And Easy. if you guys need like a little playlist, I have Spotify, um, why to Kate bops. Got some stuff on there. So. And Kate, let me tell you, my screen name in 2000 was why to Caroline with a K. And I thought I was so cool. So we are meant to be. Uh, This was wonderful. I will link to everything we talked about, the tall Uggs, the care and keeping of you, the the craft book with the woman in the face paint. When you see it, you'll know it. I'll put it all in the show notes. And if you... um, are not following Kate. You are really missing out. I can't imagine that any of you are not following her, but get on it. And Kate, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. So fun. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode. TTYO. You just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G Thanks and friends.